What's up guys? So, what's on my mind today? The wealthy keeps fooling you. Okay guys, let's get into this. How would you react if I said that America's favorite game was a lesson in socialism? You might wonder if I will discuss the stadiums partly funded by taxpayers' money. Although that is one aspect of the NFL's socialist structure, it is not the main point of this discussion today. I am referring to the NFL's revenue-sharing system. The NFL owners have two sources of income, national and local revenue. The local revenue, which consists of 60% of ticket sales, concessions, parking, and corporate sponsorships, is earned by the teams themselves and depends on each team's market size and performance. The owners get to keep this revenue for themselves. This is not a discussion about this source of income. I am talking about the national revenue sharing. The national revenue comprises TV deals, merchandising, licensing, and 40% of ticket sales negotiated by the league and distributed equally among the teams. The owners get to keep 53% of this national revenue, and the players get to keep 47% of this income. The why is the most interesting part of this whole thing. Why is the national revenue shared equally among the owners? Easy. It's to foster competitive balance and financial stability among the teams. In other words, no one team can gain an advantage because they are in a bigger market and can bring in more money. In 2019, the national revenue amounted to about $18 billion. Each football team received approximately $500 million. Another way that the NFL owners try to maintain fairness is the use of the salary cap. The salary cap is the maximum amount each owner can spend on the player's contracts. It is paid from the national revenue, you know, the revenue that is shared equally. The salary cap was about $224 million in 2019, which is slightly less than 47% of $500 million. This resembles socialism to me. These multi-millionaires and multi-billionaires are concerned with fairness, and they do not want teams with bigger markets to outperform them because of money. Socialists contend that capitalism inevitably results in unfair and exploitative concentrations of wealth and power in the hands of the few who prevail in free market competition. This reminds me of the quote, Do as I say, not as I do. I suppose a socialist structure only works if you have millions or billions of dollars. Additionally, do you know the entity that helps the players get paid, ensures their medical expenses and health are taken care of, and provides other benefits? It's the NFL Players Association. I suspect that the owner influenced the choice of the name. Perhaps they dissuaded them from using the term union. However, the NFL Players Association is essentially a union, just like a Cadillac and a Honda are both cars. Anyway, ask yourself, why is it that a union is good for these millionaire players, but multi-billion dollar companies fight so hard against unions? Companies like Amazon, Walmart, Starbucks, McDonald's, and others have resisted the formation of unions so that the average worker cannot benefit from the power of collective bargaining. These wealthy individuals have deceived you so that they can retain the profits from your labor for themselves. Okay, guys, that's what's been on my mind today. You guys have a good day. Peace out.